0: Check podcasts.
1: Welcome to House Guests. One of my favorite topics to talk to you about is home design. As you know, I'm an interior designer in my day job and do all of the media stuff on the side. But one of the things that I love the most about interior design is artwork. It's what ties a space together. It's what makes it unique. And often it's the jumping off point and inspiration for a project. I've got an amazing artist here with us today who's local in Victoria. I've followed her for a very long time and I love her work. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I feel so honored to have you here today. You're (laughs) so amazing and you're so talented and I just love you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's funny because your art is so, so unique that when you walk into a space very often with trend on check, I'll get to go to all of these fancy homes on the water, amazing, stunning new builds. And what do I see? Lo and behold, front and center, Alora Harris. (laughs)
0: You know, I feel like sometimes I'm haunting a lot, a lot of Victoria.
1: No, <laughs> it's amazing. A way. <laughs> and it's mm. awesome because your paintings are so vibrant and modern and they really just tie a space together and really speak to the viewer and the audience in the home. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Thank you. Yeah,
0: so, I've been here in Victoria for paint while well, I've lived here all my life, but you were you were paintings. born here. Yeah. I'm fourth generation actually. Oh, Victoria's. wow. Yeah. have been here a while and um, I've been painting though professionally for close to 25 years. Wow. So over that time, my work, it's amazing how it's just, it, it's got its own life out there
1: and it's changed and evolved and grown with you. Yeah, definitely.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: So, what would we see in a, an original like 20 years ago, Laura Harris compared to today? Where, how are your, does it sort of change and evolve with where you're at in life?
0: You know, I think at the time you don't know that that's happening, but it's certainly true. Looking back, you can see, okay, that's what was happening then. And it's clear that this was going on then. Yeah. Um, but I would say, generally speaking, when I first started painting, uh, it was very, um, bright colors, very whimsical, very mm-hmm. childlike, almost, you know, sometimes I, I'd even use my left hand and they were very, I did my houses and sticky jam fingers and <laughs> all of this sort of stuff. And that was before I had my daughter, Right. ironically. <laughs> After I had her, everything got very serious. So really? things got deeper, things got far more emotional, things really changed. So that was, I think, For people who know my work and maybe have one of those, you know, really bright colored houses uh, that are around Victoria, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, when you see my work now, um, it's more, it's just deeper and a little more serious. Yeah. I can still play around. They still have fun, but no, that's the biggest difference over the years for sure, generally.
1: And I find a lot of them are very emotional and they really speak to you and they have a lot of the dark, moody sort of tones to them and such. But then a lot of vibrant color as well in some of them and so much texture.
0: I love texture. I'll work on a piece and um, build up the layers, layer after layer. Because even when I first started, I would get, like when I was a teenager, I used to use house paint. And I would put a layer on and then dry it with a hairdryer and wait for it to crack and then pull it off. And I was just always experimenting to get more and more texture. And then that's when I started playing around with putting papers in it and lots of multimedia and just, you know, mixed media and just experimenting. It was all about the texture.
1: Yeah. And you experiment a lot with your own artwork and your professional artists now, but you also do a lot of instruction as well for new artists or novices or intermediates so that they can kind of try new things and play around too. Yes.
0: Yeah, so um, we do, I say we because it's me and a team. Yeah. Um, we do, There we call them painting retreats, but they're. <laughs> they're- <laughs> Painting is we actually do paint. Yes. But it's really about going to beautiful places for a weekend with amazing people and gathering and laughing and feeding your soul in a way that makes you want to create something. Yes. Um, So yeah, I love I love doing that. And then I teach people just really basic skills to get them going and very Mm -hmm. simple sort of stuff that they can They can uh, use and incorporate it in in the work, even if they've never touched a brush before, never touched a canvas. I love teaching people that have no experience at all. Well, I know one
1: of my my really good friends recently did one of your retreats and she came back so inspired and just filled with ideas and life and was just completely rejuvenated from the retreat.
0: That's, I think, you know, when I first started doing retreats about, I think it was about 14 years ago now, it's been a while. And, um, when I was first, I wasn't ever interested in teaching traditional teaching right. because I'm not a formally trained artist. And I felt like I had, I just <laughs> didn't come naturally to me. So, um, I, I had been asked to do a retreat to host a retreat. And, uh, mm-hmm. so when I was trying to pull it together and trying to imagine and envision what it would look like, what came to mind was, uh, really creating an environment where people feel um rejuvenated yeah where they can actually feel they feel looked after they feel like
1: you know their hearts are full afterwards
0: they really are so for me that's good music really good nourishing food Mm -hmm. amazing company in a beautiful environment so it really feels rare and special Mm -hmm. and it's sort of what you never knew you needed in in many ways and so. Yeah, the feedback, the experiences we have, and then the feedback we get afterwards is always, it's
1: just, it's amazing. Let's talk about some of these amazing locations that you've had the retreats in. Where have you gone? um we've
0: gone to my backyard
1: right right which is a Never full reference. experience
0: <laughs> yeah we've done them in the you know the lake district in northern Ontario we've done them in the Cascade Mountain region on this old ranch we've done them in Whistler we've done them in San Miguel del Ende. we've done them mm-hmm. so in Mexico we've done them in Italy we're doing um one next year in South Africa wow. and we're it's it's really
1: been amazing yeah that's really filling up your bucket list like checking off all the boxes just from one event
0: it's amazing for me because you know I yes I, I I'm working if you can call it that but mm-hmm. I get to travel and I get to travel with the most amazing people and I put together a team or we work with really amazing, talented chefs when we're traveling. And so mm-hmm. it's not only a painting experience, but a culinary experience. So we're, we're eating and drinking <laughs> and dancing and painting. And it's just, it's, yeah,
1: it's really cool. That sounds amazing to me. Yeah, it's good. You should come. You can. I would love to come. Just have to be able to get some time off. Yeah, we'll see. So when you're doing paintings, because you do commissions as well as um, sell things in your studio and all of that, where do you sort of start? Do you start with an inspiration or do people sort of, you know, give you some information? How does that all, that process start?
0: Well, Um, For the commissions, I definitely gather information, as Uh much information as possible, um, including how the light's working in your environment, um, you know, whether it's going to be in direct light or not. And so, uh, and I also love to see how a room works because that might affect the balance of your painting. So um, when I'm working with a client and I love doing that, and I I actually really love going to visit a home and painting a painting for a specific space after seeing it. And meeting the people that adds a whole other element to it, which is, I had no idea was so important, but it Mm -hmm. it does. It makes a difference to the paintings when you get to see who you're making it for and how they're living in their space. Yes. So you must get that, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I am constantly encouraging my clients to number one, invest in original artwork, pieces that they love, that they'll love forever and that can really tie together an entire space.
0: Yeah. And working with clients, you must see a whole, when people might say they want something and then you meet them and see them and you're like, well, I don't think they want. Yeah.
1: That. Yeah. <laughs> well, and a lot of people want things because they're trendy as opposed to really things that they're passionate about that they, that speak to them and who they yeah. are. And yeah. I think that's so important to be choosing something that really reflects their tastes and visions. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So when I'm working with a, a commission, there's um, sort of an expectation. But I also make it clear that because my work is very in the moment and very, uh, you know, there's a lot of happenstance involved. And then I'm lucky because I get to work on my own work and Mm -hmm. what inspires me. So there's the commission-based work and then there's my gallery-based work. Yes. Which I've been really lucky with my partnerships with my gallery partners because um, they've all been very long relationships and, mm-hmm. uh, through the years, they've always been really supportive of me experimenting and trying new things and, um, you know, evolving into, yes. cause it's ever changing for me. I don't, I don't, I'm not a formulaic artist. I mm-hmm. like to paint what I want to paint and they've been encouraging and supportive of that, which is really, I'm really lucky that way.
1: I love that. And then it's probably also helped get your artwork out over the entire world. Cause I know that, you know, you're kind of international now. I am <laughs> so exciting. Actually,
0: Whistler was a big game changer for me. So I've been with the Whistler gallery for over 20 years. I think we're going on 20 wow. years. Mm-hmm. And, um, that really changed my work. And that was right at the point where I had, you know, quit my day job, so to speak, and was painting full time. Right. And, uh, that's when my work started to go everywhere. Yes, it's like a hub, an international hub.
1: What did that feel like when you were able to just do what you love for your living? Well, it's uh, it's amazing. It's kind of a pivotal <laughs> moment, though, right? For sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I never thought I would be an artist, though. That's the interesting thing. Really? Sort of, yeah. Oh wow! I know um so I was a graphic designer I went to Camosun and I I was always a painter for myself I grew up my dad taught me to paint he was my first teacher and uh and you know doing crafts and stuff but I and I loved it but I didn't (laughs) think that that's what I would do in fact my high school art teacher is most shocked that (laughs) I am (laughs) Um, well look at you now (laughs) exactly he's like you're doing what who and um so anyway, i uh i I just started painting when i um when I first got my first apartment. Mm-hmm. I started painting for the walls for myself just to make the walls look good to have some <laughs> real art on the walls. and um and then, a friend of mine asked if I wanted to do a show in her place downtown, and then one thing led to another. and I was painting all the time and then people started to want them. And then a close friend and artist of mine opened a little place on Harold street. Mm -hmm. And so we shared the space there and I started painting more and more. And then it just evolved to the point where I had to shut down my design. I had a little graphic design business that specialized in corporate identity. I worked with software clients and government communications and stuff. And I loved it. Yes. The paintings started to compete. And so, yeah, to just go, (gasps) I'm going to do this full time and take that plunge. Yeah. Yeah. It was an amazing experience actually. Just that feeling to do it. It was scary, but it was amazing.
1: Yes. And you had all that support along the way from the galleries and such. Um, How's your family been like your daughter and such for your support? Is she your biggest cheerleader? Oh, she is.
0: Yeah. And
1: my dad
0: and my mom. (laughs) Yeah. Cheerleader. Yes. Um, But no, I have tremendous support. And obviously, you know, I, could not do it without that kind of support. Like they, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Does your My daughter, daughter paint? Too. Yeah, she's painting right now. She's got a little studio set up upstairs. Oh, that's she's so 20 now. So
1: yes, she's,
0: uh, but no, she paints almost every day.
1: And has her own style or is it kind yes, of, definitely. does she learn from you or?
0: Um, I would say it's hard for her to learn from me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> mothers and daughters have a very unique relationship. Yeah like you want me to do what oh I'm gonna do
0: something completely yeah opposite. no she's um she has her own style and her way, own way of doing things and always has that's so and cool she has an amazing a very uh distinct style about her work it's almost it's illustrative mm-hmm. um even in her painting style it's illustrative and it's it's beautiful yeah That's so cool. young and hip. It's way cooler than mine.
1: (laughs) But it must be really nice growing up with that inspiration and just having the art and the color and such around you your entire life.
0: For sure. She grew up with, you know, music always playing and Mm -hmm. me in the backyard with my studio doors open and she would just, you know, pull her pens and paper and Mm -hmm. paints and just be on the lawn. And yeah, she was always around and feeding with me.
1: Let's talk about your studio for a second, because you have a great studio space right at your home there where you can be just working away and inspired. And do you just leave it and then come back to things? Like, How long even does art take, like when your paintings take to do?
0: Um, it depends on the painting. Some are magical and come together, like mm-hmm. the best gift, and then others do not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like any kind of creative endeavor you you mm-hmm. know some some you have to work at so um but I would say you know inside of a month three weeks to a month oh wow um, will be done so but I mm-hmm. work on three or four at one time because my paintings are so layered right I'll work it on one and then I'll put it aside and I'll sort of rotate another one up and I'll work on that and I'll put it aside so um yeah and I'm lucky to have this the studio space here especially during this last couple of years it's been really seamless in terms of my work so I well and some of your
1: pieces are ginormous as well so you need a nice big space yeah yeah what's the largest painting that you've done
0: what's the largest one yeah um I did one years ago that I had to use my daughter's um uh swing set outside oh uh, well as a makeshift easel, and I think that was twelve feet by
1: eight. Wow! Was um, that going in a commercial space or residential? It was residential.
0: Wow! For a big like stairway, stair I love industry, it. And it took up the whole wall. Yeah. Um, but recently, I just did a beautiful, very cool abstract for a client in Calgary, and it was um, it was nine feet. Seven feet by nine feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the latest big one that I just did. I
1: loved and I think it so much. That's one of my favorites too. I saw you post that recently on Instagram and it's stunning.
0: Yeah, it was uh it was so fun to work on. I would work big all the time if I could. It's the it's just the best feeling. Yeah, it's good.
1: Well, I'm so lucky I have two of your paintings hanging in my house right now. You do! (laughs) And I have to say, I just, every day I just stand there and I'm just staring at them and you see something different every time you look at them because they just have so much going on and so many layers with all the texture and such. It is just so cool.
0: I love that. No, it's good. I think they have a life of their own. They have a little soul of their own, and yes, if you've seen my work, just pictures of it over the years to for anybody who hasn't seen it live when you do. And then especially when you get to live with it in different lights at night, that piece in particular yes. has a very cool energy it that does just lights up. yeah, yes. that one's a cool piece.
1: And even too, I think um, the one over the fireplace is more of a matte finish and the one yes. in the family room has this beautiful gloss to it. So like you said, in the different lights, it just sort of has a great sheen and adds more to it and they yeah. just come alive.
0: Yeah. And it looks fabulous in that space. It's like just meant to be.
1: Yes. Yes. And so when it comes to design and scale and all that too, I think it's super important that people shouldn't be scared to go really big in their space so, because some walls just are screaming for it. Yes.
0: I think that is often, and you you have to balance it because you don't, there's a budget always to work right. with. Right. Yes. Obviously. But you, you know, budget aside, I'm always pushing people to go bigger. Yes. Um, because they, you know, so often I'll see like a little framed painting on this beautiful big wall. Yes it just brings so much soul to a room. It mm-hmm. just will it just uh lights it up in a way that uh is it's just yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: It almost acts as like another window or door to another yes. another era, you know, or another wow. it just it opens up the space so much and creates mm-hmm. the entire look.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I think um what made me so happy about working with the client in Calgary that I was just talking about with the big piece she kept using the term museum style and right it's for her dining room and honestly like the her ceilings were 10 foot ceilings right I think it was 10 maybe maybe more but the painting went there was only a foot at the top a foot at the bottom and only six inches on the sides like it was it took up that whole space so when you it was so grand mm-hmm. when you came in it's just it, it felt like a museum piece like those beautiful big pieces that just blow you away so and you yeah. just get lost in them almost you do. it's breathtaking design it's amazing so yeah.
1: we're talking a lot about the big pieces but you had a great collection of little pieces too over COVID that were so cool <laughs> Yeah,
0: my little watercolors yeah yeah so I it's funny because I got little um I just wasn't feeling quite right one day like <laughs> in my head I was just feeling a little bit maybe sad about what's going on in the world
1: yeah fair and, enough
0: um uh because that definitely affects your work and I was very busy over COVID and I mm-hmm. was working on this one commission and it was one morning it was early I was in the studio and I actually didn't want to work on the painting the commission mm-hmm. because I was feeling this sort of I just wasn't feeling quite right. Yeah. So. I thought I'm just going to play around for a little while so I grabbed my watercolors and I sat down and I started to do it and and it changed my whole mood I just turned the music on there was no expectation it was just really free and really little and I just kept kind of doing them and then it became a routine so I used to do them every morning for quite Uh a while I love it yeah, it was so much fun, but they're a complete departure from what I normally do. Yeah.
1: And I love that being able to see the different moods of Laura Harris and where you were at during your pieces. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. So, what's next for you, Laura?
0: Well, September, we're going to our retreat which kicks off in uh, in Puglia. So um, as far as retreats go, we're super stoked about that. So Peta and I are going to fly down with our partners in Astera and we're meeting 14 people down there with a, a chef um, and uh, and some great local people. And we're going to have long table dinners in fields and paint all day and travel around. And yeah, it's going to be amazing. Then we go to Luca. After that, at the yeah. beginning of October, um, and as far as my work, I just hope to keep pushing boundaries. I think yeah. for myself, it's that's the most important thing going forward. For not to get stuck in any sim, any um, recipe or formulaic mm-hmm. uh, approach to my work, I want to keep really experimenting, and I'm not done yet. I'm gonna keep. I love
1: it. Love expanding it. Expanding and keep changing. Yeah. And where can people follow along with all of your adventures?
0: So I've got an Instagram account. That's probably the most current. I've got a website. Obviously, if you just Google Laura Harris artist, you'll find my website. And I have a mailing list there. Um, I keep people updated on things. But my Instagram, Laura Harris Studio, is uh, up to date. Um, And um, I think that would be it. Would that be it? Yeah.
1: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. And it was so great to get to know you a little bit better.
0: Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you.